0: Hello, world. I'm Calypso. And today you may be thinking the title of this is you're a hippo. Are you calling me fat? Are we talking about hippos? None of those are correct. We're going to talk about hypocrites. Okay. And I cannot tell you like this is one of my biggest pet peeves. And this kind of ties into what I was talking about in my podcast, like how how about you think for yourself? I cannot stand hypocrites, like, and you know that sometimes I really think people are hypocrites just because they think, well, I have to say this thing, but then I can go off and do this other thing, and no one's gonna know, or, like, it's not really the same, like, they can, like, justify it in some weird way, but, you know, if their justifications help them sleep at night just because I see it different, whatever, you know, like, you do you, but I'm just saying it is very much, like, the most, like, biggest thing for me, like, if you can't see the era of your ways, if you can't, like, see how one situation is not drastically different from another situation, you just want it to be because of how you feel about it, you know, I always love my man Ben Shapiro, said, facts don't care about your feelings. Facts don't care about your feelings. Like the most real statement ever. And I feel like hypocrites just find a way to manipulate or retell something in a way that like suits them. So let me give an example. I'll, I'll give like a very, I'll give like two examples. Um, one, like, less serious, but still, like, somewhat upsetting. So, we're about to get a little personal into my life, but I had a roommate who was noise sensitive, whatever, that doesn't matter, that matters to the story, but whatever. Anyways, would talk to me about, like, oh, can you not wear your boots before you, like, go to work? Because, like, I'm trying to sleep, you know what I mean? And to keep in mind, like, I get home usually around 10 or, like, 9. It's, like, between 8, 9, and 10, like, I'm getting home or whatever when I come home. But this is, like, she's talking about, like, when I go to work, which is, like, maybe, like, 9.30, 10.30, okay, so I'm getting up, I'm getting ready for work, and stuff, and I, like, put my shoes on, but it's, like, too loud for her, whatever, but the thing that upset me was like, when she talked to me about it, she's, like, oh, like, can you just, like, I was saying, like, just, you know, put it on closer to when you leave, or whatever, or, like, put them all right before you're getting ready to leave the house, but this is, My thing, like, why are you being a hypocrite? I have, I'm taking exams, and you and your friend get to be loud. And in all fairness, I didn't say anything about it, but to me, it's like, okay, if you're somebody who's like apparently really sensitive about noise, why do you feel like you can then be loud? And then also it's just like, I'm taking an exam and you're mad about me getting up to go to work. Like that is just so like wild to me. But then not seeing those situations, like in your mind, as this is going down, are you not thinking like, hmm, hmm, like this is like the same thing, but like she's not really saying anything about it. I mean, obviously it's my fault for not saying anything about it, but I'm just like, come on, like mentally you should just be there already. Anyways. That was, like, a little petty one, like I said. So, like, on a more serious front in terms of, like, people, like, being hypocritical, I think. And and I also think, like, maybe hypocrite is the wrong word. Because I think sometimes, like, there are people who are really out there being hypocritical. But then I also think, like, some people really don't see it the same. And they haven't met somebody who can really, like, explain the two situations to them. You know what I mean? It's the same. And then on a more serious note, this is my example. You cannot be pro-life and pro-death penalty in reality. Because if you're pro-life, why would you then want to kill this person? I get it. Like, they committed a crime and stuff like that. But in reality, like, what's the difference? You know what I mean? It's still a life. I think it's a little ridiculous to be like, well, we don't want to kill babies, Because, you know, they're these pure, innocent creatures for now. But, like, when they commit a crime, well, you know, boom, bang, bang. You know, I think it's it's like you should already be thinking that. Like, I don't think, I think, to me, what annoys me about... certain people is like you know like if you just thought 10 seconds longer about what it is that you said and to be all fair like I can totally do this stuff too but I, I acknowledge my hypocrisies and stuff and I think I just don't like people who don't acknowledge their hypocrisies and stuff like that like I'm not big business but then I think like oh but I've worked for a lot of big businesses you know but you know whatever like i acknowledge the that fact and it's okay like i'm sleeping okay at night about it but i just i just still cannot wrap my brain around hypocrites and i just feel like because of that like it further's the whole division in society right now. Like, I think it just makes people feel like they have this free reign to be the judge, the jury, and the executioner on what is right and what is moral without having to, like, take a second look at themselves. To be like, am I living my life the way I expect other people to live live their life and why am I also not taking the time to really try and understand my fellow neighbor you know what I mean like there's a lot of people out here preaching understanding saying I understand blah 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 blah, but like do they really like There's a lot of people out here waiting to talk, but not a lot of people out here waiting to listen. And I think that is another thing that contributes to the extreme polarization of our society right now is, you know, everybody's like, okay, yeah, I already know your talking point because I heard it on CNN and I already know your talking point. But like, let's not like once you get out of that, which, you know, goes back into my whole thing, like I hope people in this pandemic have spent some time doing, doing some introspection and feeling, figuring out what it is that they believe. Because I think too many people have, as I said before, in my previous thing, have become sheeple. Too many people have become sheeple. And that makes it impossible to have a conversation with that person. And it's not because that person, I don't want to say it's not because that person isn't smart, or anything like that, but it's about, like, susceptibility, I think, and just, like, not keeping up, keeping your mind sharp and being rigorous. It's like Thomas Soul is 90, and how is it that he sounds better than the man Joe Biden, okay? The quote-unquote, you know, commander-in-chief it's just like that like that is just crazy to me but I think you know you have to keep your mental mind sharp you know like I think you know a body in motion tends to stay in motion and I think it's the same thing for your brain so not to say that like you know and like young people like not to even say that they don't understand like and stuff, because, like, we're all understanding from our world viewpoint at that time, but I just hope people take the time to educate themselves on topics so that you can have real meaningful conversations. If you only are talking to somebody who, like, watched MSNBC, CNN, Fox, and, like, these are all three individual people, two of those people are gonna be on, like, the same page, and then one person is totally off book and heard something else, so they're, like, all I'm saying, or, and, and Newsmax, to make it fair, okay, oh, we have the right and the left, but, I mean, those people are going to have different viewpoints on the subjects that they talk about, but they're not going to have any substance to bring other than what they heard on the news or social media, and I think that is detrimental to our voting, detrimental to us as Americans to be able to connect with each other, to be able to talk to each other, and for our own ability to understand the other side unless we're willing to, like, sift through the vitriol, shift through the toxicity, shift through, like, we're constantly going to have to be sifting through all this, like, negativity and just... Find the chunks of gold, which I don't think most people have the patience or the time to do that. So I think it's better for us to be completely educated about a subject, have our emotions about it and acknowledge those emotions, but then state the facts that make them believe what they believe about a subject and stuff like that, and be able to equally listen to the other side that is meeting you at that same level with that maturity, you know, of that maturity, that refinement of, you know, like, communication, like, good quality communication skills, you know, I think, we're losing that I don't know I don't want to put all that on like social media or anything like that but I think we're losing that and I think it's turning a lot of us into people who say a lot of things but don't actually do shit and I'm not counting myself out of this group like I there are a lot of things that I believe that I'm not necessarily doing being active about You know, or I'm not actively like seeking out trying to do something in that specific field and stuff like that. But I'm also not like telling other people you should like be doing this thing and you should feel this way about this and you should be blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, let's have a conversation about it. Like, I'm way more like mellow and chill. Like, let's have a conversation about it. And I think in certain ways, it's good because I am able to be a sifter, as I call it. Like, I can deal with, you know, like, somebody disagreeing with me and, like, having, like, vitriolic type of things to say, you know, about the topic, about me, whatever. So, I'm okay with that because I enjoy just, like, talking to people, which makes me a good sifter. And sometimes people might have to sift through me if they push the right buttons. But I'm just saying that like, the magic only happens when you have two people at the right temperament with the right knowledge to sit down and talk to each other. And we don't have a lot of that in media right now. And A lot of it uh, definitely is not coming from mainstream media. And that's a really scary thing. If, especially when you think about it as like, this is supposed to be the voice of the people. And it's like, how is it even possible? Like, sometimes I'm really, like, how are you even, like, living, but anyways, this was just for me to express myself about hypocrites, because they really bother me, and I really hope that we can have more constructive conversations. I spend a lot of time talking about conversations and communicating, just because I feel like we're doing so little of it, and I don't know how to make more of it happen, going back to that whole thing. Like, that's something that's really important to me, like, I definitely encourage people to talk to people, but it's, like, how do you make those sorts of things happen due to, like, the current state of things, like, how do you meet new people, how do you have conversations, and how do you feel comfortable, like, you know, because we're not taught to be uncomfortable anymore, like, everything has to be this safe space, everybody has to be able, you know, to feel comfortable but the fact is is that like regardless of what we do regardless of what laws we pass there are still going to be people who are uncomfortable and that's okay it's okay to be uncomfortable sometimes it's normal it's natural not every situation is supposed to make you feel like you know like I'm at home and stuff like that and so you adjust accordingly you get familiar with your environment and, you know, over time, like, that changes, you find your level of comfortability in a specific space, and stuff like that, and then you move forward, and hopefully you feel like you can be 100% of yourself 100% of the time, no matter where you are, but that's not always the case, but it's something to strive for, it's something to, like, hope for, and I think, you know, once you reach a certain age, I definitely feel like that just, like, comes over you, like, you just are not giving no fucks anymore and stuff. But I think right now we just have to, like, tell people it's okay to be uncomfortable and it's okay to acknowledge the uncomfort. We shouldn't be, like, creating this magical space that's never going to exist. Utopia is not real. Every utopia has everything every utopia is a dystopia, okay? They're all fucked. One of my favorite books of all time is The Giver, and I love dystopian novels, but there's always something fucked up. There's always something fucking weird going on, you know? It's like, you know, Soylent Green, like, oh, all of a sudden you're eating people, like, you know, just like, and you didn't know it, like, that sort of stuff. Like, there's No place that you're going to make that's going to be perfect, where everything is going to be right. And I think in America, and I think I've said this before, like I think in America we, because we are the pinnacle, we sometimes think that there is more. And it's not to say that there's not more and stuff like that. But it's all about timing. It's all about communicating. It's all about like finding the, looking for the all and not the me. You know, I think sometimes we're so focused on me and my group and my feelings and what I think, instead of thinking about like the collective. And I and I know most people vote selfishly, and I wish they wouldn't. I wish they wouldn't. I wish more people voted for facts, number one. Like, let's vote for facts, okay? Let's, ha- let's vote for facts. Let's have different interpretations of the facts, but let's all report the same facts and stuff. So, that's, like, number one. Like, let's just report the facts and let people come to their own conclusions. That would be perfect. If we just could have an election like that where like voters just got the facts, had opinions, but everybody was on the same facts, like I think that alone would just revolutionize life as a voter in the United States. But Oh, I lost my train of thought. But I really, really hope that in this last year, in this time that we've had, we are just like thinking differently, thinking smarter, not harder, thinking like beyond what was capable before. And we're really thinking about our voting choices. Because I need people who, here we go, I need people who are voting for the we and not the me. I need those people. And I don't know where you are, but I am with you. Like, there's a lot of things that I care about and stuff like that. And and I think one of the best books I ever read I can't even think of the name of it right now but it was this book talking about the founding of it was it's called the making of the constitution I forgot who wrote it but it was like this textbook I had to read for my senior year of high school and in reading it it was what was really interesting to me was that like our founding fathers knew that that whole concept of Rome wasn't built in a day, you know, like you don't get a hundred percent of what you want right now. But if we each give an inch, we all get a mile. You know what I mean? So I think what I hope is that in this next election, that more people vote for the we than the me, and I hope more people have conversations with a variety of political people so that they make an informed decision because they've been able to look at it adequately through a variety of different lenses that have been presented to them. And I think this is where Democrats, leftists, whatever you want to call them, get it wrong. I think they are lucky enough where a lot of institutions favor their political view, and I think this is where they are at a disadvantage. And I think Republicans have, one, given up the culture war, and two, lack any ability of explaining themselves, and selling themselves, and stuff like that, and the independent party, the libertarians, you know, every, like, the people in the middle there have just, um, what did he say? Okay, so there's this guy, PBD, on value tainment, and he put it so perfectly, he was like, libertarians, or he was specifically talking about libertarians, but I would put independence in the same category, like have not found somebody who is marketable. You know, somebody who can pull the people center right, center left and bring them together. You know, somebody who's a real uniter who's sellable and likable. I don't think that exists. And I think that the people who could be that would rather choose one side or the other than go through the process of trying to be that candidate. You know what I mean? It's like every single time the independent is like Jolstein. And it's just like who is this Jolstein? You know what I mean? Not that there's anything wrong with her, but I'm just saying. It's just like, okay. But there's nothing exciting. She's obvious she's not sellable. She's not marketable there's, they're they're not raising the money to, like, you know, make her a household name, which I think is crazy, because I think she's ran, like, multiple times, and it's like, girl, why are you not, like, a household name? You know what I mean? Like, why wasn't I hearing about you before I ever started voting, or whatever? So, I think those are, like, some very key problems, but I think if, each one of those groups addressed that thing and learned how to give an in and so we could all get a mile, we would be better off as a society. And if the mass media, politicians, celebrities stopped pushing division and started like, like sometimes I think hate is really love, I get this, And I'm kind of going way off topic of this whole hypocrite thing. But I sometimes I think that hate is love. I think that like, anytime something changes, like you're going to push back against it. Anytime your beliefs are being questioned, you know, if you're not ready to hear it, you're going to push back against it. And so to me, I think with this cancel culture, accountability culture, um, whatever you want to call it, this reckoning, whatever. I think, I think everybody, going back to my previous thing, like we, you know, you got to feel, you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I think everybody needs to like, speak up, honestly. And I feel like celebrities, politicians, and people like that are doing and saying what suits them. And as opposed to like, the way they live their lives, which falls into this whole hypocrite thing. I think that they just say what they have to say, because you know, they're in a certain position, this is, this is the group I represent, this is my job, and this is what I have to say. And like, it does sometimes make me question, like, where are these radical ass ideas coming from? You know what I mean? Like, where are they coming from? And how are, like who's creating it? Like you know, I don't know if it's the people at the top or the people at the bottom. But like this shit is getting out of hand, and that's how I'm like looking at. it. I'm like, I don't know where this, like, this is coming from. You know what I mean? Because if it is just you know like Suzy Q, Suzy Suzy Q, my bad, in the classroom, how is Suzy Q's ideas getting to you know Kamala, Joe Biden? uh, Ted Cruz, all of these people, like, Donald Trump, because I don't know if, I don't think that all these people, like, are coming up with these, like, ideas themselves, and that's not, that's not to say that, like, some of the stuff isn't reasonable, but I'm just saying, like, the, the level of polarization and negativity that, that these people give off, it's, like, It doesn't make sense because I don't believe they're living their lives this way. Like I think we're definitely getting played. You know what I mean? Like, know when you're getting played and I feel like we're getting played. You know what I mean? Because it suits them. And I think we need somebody who's honest and I would love if my celebrities and politicians were actually honest and were not like pandering or doing what they think is going to make them, like, a quick buck, or keep them in a certain situation, or keep them out of trouble, or whatever it is, like, oh, I don't want them looking into my past, because they're going to find out that I slept with so many young girls, underage girls, going to find out that I was friends with, blah 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 so-and-so might come out and say that I did, da 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 like, you know, or I'm sleeping with the Chinese ambassador to blah 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 like, all this kind of stuff, I'm just, like, but you should still be honest, you know what I mean? I think I, 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 in theory, you would like to think, hey, I elect my politicians for their honesty, for their ability to see my needs and meet my needs, you know what I mean? But we have gotten so lazy, so, like, used to unaccountability, you know, like, so used to, like, constantly getting fucked that we don't even care anymore, that we don't even feel the urge to fight anymore. Like, a lot of people talk about, like, oh, how quickly people put on masks, blah, 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 blah. But you know what is so, like, wild to me about that? And then, like, people bring up, well, we've had all these other pandemics and, like, things didn't happen like this. People weren't acting like this. People weren't afraid. But I'm like, have we become so domestic, so docile, that, like, we just don't even care when we're getting fucked anymore? Like, have they bogged us down with so much shit that we just don't have the time to care? And I think that that is so real, like, I remember having this conversation, like, years ago in college with um, somebody, I don't know if it was a teacher or, like, a peer or whatever, but talking about how, like, you know, like, of course I care about this stuff, but, like, I got rent to pay. I got, like, homework to do. Like, you have all these things to do. I got the student loan I'm worried about. All of this stuff to do that, like, I don't have time to, like, go in depth into subject, which, once again, goes into my whole idea of, like, this polarization, which leads to everybody just, like, living hypocrit- hypocritical lives, because I watch CNN, but I live this way, I watch Fox News, but I live this way, you know what I mean, and, and talking about, like, the very extremes of what those things represent, it's like, huh, like, how did we, how do we, how did we get there, and how do we get out, how do we get out, how do we become, like, individuals, how do we regain and take back our humanity so that we can talk to each other and create the union that we should have and not be and require it of the people we decide should be able to lead us but the problem is I don't know who said it but like this was some stuff I was listening to not that long ago was about the people who want to like run for president, run for governor. These people are fearless. You know what I mean? But the people who really should be doing those jobs always think they're never good enough. So if you're out there and you're thinking you're not good enough, honey, I'm here to tell you, do it. Do it. Take the leap. Take the leap. You know, I'm thinking about it myself. Maybe I should just run for governor. Who knows? Who knows? But I'm just saying... We have to get to a better place of communication. We have to communicate. Because I think, to me, I'm, I'm an auditory learner. Fun fact about Calypso, she's an auditory learner. I'm an auditory learner. So, like, I learn a lot through, like, listening, and stuff like that. I learn a lot from, like, talking to people and, like, I can recount things and, like, our experiences are what shape us, you know? Like I was saying, like, dates mean nothing, but, like, what happened on those dates is everything, you know? Those are the things that, like, change your mind and, like, you know, turn you into a better person, make you see the world different. You every single day, you know, if you're willing to take take leaps. So I encourage you to take leaps in your life. And I will try and do the same because I'm not right now and I'm owning it. You know what I mean? And I think we all need to own our shit. But that doesn't mean that like, it doesn't mean it's a free pass to go and criticize other people. And it also doesn't mean it's a free pass not to do shit and not to change. You know, I think it's definitely something, it definitely means you should try and be more honest, honest with yourself and honest with others openly. And I think with yourself, you should be constantly striving to be better just because you acknowledge something. I don't think that like that makes something, make it, makes it a miraculous change. Like the thing that's, that makes it a miraculous change is that like you noticed it about yourself and you changed it to create uh I guess, like mental and actionable consistency in life, you know, obviously you're taking every situation as it comes, you know, and there's always ways to justify things, but I think trying to be as consistent as possible and recognizing when situations are the same, even though the stakes may not be the same, you know, and you know, it's it's one of those, it's it's the proverbial or the, it's just like saying, you know, what's your name, your price, you know, like that whole idea would you do it for a thousand dollars? Would you do it for a million dollars? Everybody's got a price and stuff like that. And in life, the stakes are the prices. So you can believe something, but at what point do you stop believing it because it suits you? I'm Calypso, and we shall talk again soon because this is super long. <laughs>